WSJM News Now. Team coverage from the WSJM Newsroom on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. WSJM News is brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. Download your free local news app today at the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf. The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services has announced it's giving out 300,000 additional COVID tests to Michigan residents through a partnership with the Rockefeller Foundation. Department Director of Communicable Disease Jill Coyle tells us households ineligible zip codes can apply to receive a shipment of five tests. He notes some people do have trouble getting COVID-19 tests. Certainly there are potential access issues or financial costs that might be associated with getting those tests, you know, over the counter from a retail store or a pharmacy or something like that. And so I think that's been one of our focuses is to make sure that populations that may not have that same level of access are able to get tests distributed directly to their household. Benton Harbor, St. Joseph and South Haven all qualify for the free tests. Coyle says they're easy to use, fast and accurate. You can sign up to receive a shipment of tests at accesscovidtests.org. The city of South Haven will install life jacket loaner stations at the north and south beaches, thanks to a donation from Safe Kids Worldwide. Public Works Director Bill Hunter says the nonprofit works to protect kids from unintentional injuries. There'll be jackets hanging, little instructions for the kids. They'll hold, I believe, 45. And with the agreement in front of city council, the SKGSH will be maintaining these at least three times a month. South Haven Emergency Services did volunteer their interns when they're out checking the beaches and then changing the flags that they'll keep an eye on these. Mayor Scott Smith says with the new splash pad coming in to provide a Lake Michigan freeway of cooling off and these life jackets available, there are new ways South Haven is helping the public stay safe. Safe Kids Greater South Haven, led by Bronson Health, will replace any life jackets that go missing or are stolen. The loaner stations will be located near the playgrounds at each beach. The St. Joseph Department of Public Safety will close six parking lots in the city early Saturday and Sunday for artists to park for the Cresle Art Fair on the Bluff. They will open to the public at 10 a.m. both days. These lots are numbers 1, 3, 5, 6, 10, and 11. Also, they will close Lake Boulevard from Ship to Park Streets starting at 6 a.m. on Friday along with the west half of the 500 block of Broad Street. The festival no parking zones will be in effect on Saturday and Sunday. That zone is between Broad Street on the north, Sutherland Avenue and Hoyt Street to the south, Lake Boulevard on the west, and Wayne Street to the east. There will be no shuttle buses this year and no pets will be allowed. Following a fire this week that temporarily shut down the Curious Kids Museum, a fundraiser has been launched to help the attraction recoup costs. Jen Wagner with Boss Services tells us they were sent to hear the news about the fire and wanted to help. The GoFundMe aims to help with financial setbacks the museum may have suffered. Lost income. I mean, there's, you know, employees who also, you know, depend on Curious Kids being open. I talked to uh, the executive director, Lori, yesterday, and it's just a devastating loss during the summer season with losing that income from the tourists and local families alike. We just wanted to help out. Wagner says Boss Services has set up an initial goal of $5,000 and will match the donations up to that amount. The damage to the museum was in the attic and to some walls in the ceiling. You can donate to the Caring for Curious Kids Fire Damage Fundraiser at GoFundMe.com. We have a link to it at our website. The Michigan Senate has unanimously approved a bipartisan plan to protect online shoppers from scams. The plan would require high-volume third-party sellers like Amazon and eBay that sell products to Michigan consumers to provide identifying information to online marketplaces. The bill's sponsor, State Representative Mark Tisdell, says it's a plan to circumvent online scams. Tisdell says right now the state attorney general is the only one who can enforce this law. But the online marketplaces themselves 
once these resellers or retailers uh, on their on their uh, uh, platforms reach those those two points, uh, five thousand or twenty thousand, uh, then the retailer or reseller is required to provide them that information. If a seller does not comply with the reporting requirements, an online marketplace could suspend the seller's future sales until the issue is corrected. A new documentary exploring the origins and history of the House of David is set to premiere this weekend ahead of a regional cinema tour and nationwide release on PBS. Producer Chris Seriano, who founded the House of David Museum in 1997, said House of David, Life Everlasting, will be the first in a series exploring everything from their amusement park and baseball team to a sex scandal. Seriano says the film compiles decades of research, thousands of photos and interviews. It's a very famous, mysterious story that a lot of people don't understand or they're confused about or they only know uh, certain aspects of. And I wanted to tell the story in front of uh, the, the whole United States, basically. Produced and directed by South Haven filmmaker Rob Bird, the film was set to premiere at 7 p.m. on Friday at the LMC Mendel Center's Hanson Theater. On Saturday, the film heads to Dewanjak, the Loma in Coloma, and the Michigan Theater in South Haven will host screenings next week. There will also be additional screenings at local celebration cinemas in the coming weeks. For the complete schedule, go to our website. Download the Newstalk Sports 94.9 WSJM app and listen online anywhere. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf.